Hello, good morning. Thank you for joining the C Generation Devotional. Remember that you're a chosen generation and God wants to shine his light on the world through you. Psalm 118 verse 24 says, This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So I pray for you as you go into this week that you will rejoice every single day of this week, that the joy of the Lord will be your strength. And I pray that no situation or circumstance will arise that will bring you sorrow or sadness. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So welcome to this new week. Last week, we started looking at the telltale signs of an unrepentant heart. And we said that sometimes our hearts can be hardened and unrepentant towards God. And we don't even realize it because it's not so glaring to us. And we looked at one of the signs last week and we're going to continue looking at those signs at this week's devotional. So another sign of an unrepentant heart is when we try to hide or cover our sin. Now in the story of David and Bathsheba in 2 Samuel chapter 11, the Bible tells us about how King David instead of going to war with his army, stayed back at home, idling around. And on one of those days, he was taking a walk on his rooftop at, the, at his mansion in his palace. And he saw a beautiful lady called Bathsheba taking a bath. After that, David couldn't get Bathsheba out of his mind. So he invited her to his palace and unfortunately, he slept with her. So David committed a terrible sin against God by sleeping with another man's wife. I'm sure that after that incident, knowing the kind of person that David was, he would have rushed to God. You know, David can be very emotional and all of that. He'd have rushed to God with a quick apology, telling God how sorry he was, how repentant he was and all of that. But you know, God knows our hearts and he knows when we are truly repentant. So God would have known at that point that David was really not repentant. So what happened next? Bathsheba sent a message after a while to David that she was pregnant. And then David started panicking. So what did David do? Second Samuel chapter 11 from verse 6 to 17 says, Then David sent a word to Joab, Send me Uriah the Hittite. So Joab sent him to David. When Uriah arrived, he asked him, How is Joab and how is the army and how are they getting along and how is the war progressing? Then he told Uriah, Go home and relax. David even sent a gift to Uriah after he had left the palace. But Uriah didn't go home. He slept that night at the palace entrance with the king's palace guard. When David heard that Uriah had not gone home, he summoned him and asked, What's the matter? Why didn't you go home last night after being away so long? Uriah replied, The ark and the armies of Israel and Judah are living in tents, and Joab and my master's men are camping in the open fields. How could I go home to wine and dine and sleep with my wife? I swear that I would never do such a thing. Well, stay here today, David told him, and tomorrow you may return to the army. So Uriah stayed in Jerusalem that day and the next. Then David invited him to dinner and got him drunk. But even then, he couldn't get Uriah to go home to his wife. Again, he slept at the palace entrance with the king's palace guard. So the next morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and gave it to Uriah to deliver. 
the letter instructed Joab, station Uriah on the front lines where the battle is fiercest, then pull back so that he will be killed. So Joab assigned Uriah to a spot close to the city wall where he knew the enemy's strongest men were fighting. And when the enemy soldiers came out of the city to fight, Uriah the Hittite was killed along with several other Israelite soldiers. So from this passage, we can see that David's actions are not the actions of a repentant man. When he realized that his sin was about to be exposed, he did everything possible to hide what he had done. First, he summoned Uriah back from the war, hoping that he would go home and sleep with his wife. And Bathsheba can then pretend that Uriah was the father of her child. When Uriah refused to go home, unfortunately, David arranged to have him killed at war. You know, when we sin against God and all we're focused on doing is hiding our sin, it shows that we're not repentant. And that's what David did. All he just wanted to do was to hide his sin. And he came up with all kinds of tricks, all kinds of antiques just to get Uriah to go home to his wife. But Uriah refused. And at the end of the day, he killed him. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 13 says, He who covers his sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. So when we try to cover our sin, there is no way we can get out of it because we are not repentant. How many times do we sin against God, but instead of repenting, we are more focused on covering our tracks and hiding what we've done so that our parents or our spouses or our pastors or our friends or our mentors or other people that we care about and respect don't get to know about it. It wasn't until God called David out by sending prophet Nathan to him that David finally admitted his sin and he finally became repentant and prayed the prayer in Psalm 51. So Psalm 51 verse 4 says, Against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. So no matter how much we successfully hide our sins from other people, we must always remember that nothing can be hidden from God. So instead of wasting all our time and energy trying to hide our sins and package our sins from other people, from other people knowing what we've done, let us forget what anyone else thinks and focus on repenting genuinely before God because it is God's opinion and God's opinion alone that matters the most. So I really hope you've learned something at today's devotional. And if you have any comments or questions, remember you can send a DM to see Generation Devotional on Instagram. So God bless you. Have an amazing week ahead. And remember to join me every single day of this week at our devotional.